MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Hey, what's up? Welcome in at the window here on a football Friday, Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo TV Channel 719. This is at the window. Welcome in. A lot to get into. Drew Martin joins me. I'm Sean Guasamaki. Drew, I want to begin with Chase Young, suspended indefinitely. Now, the latest involving Chase Young, the defensive end for the Ohio State Buckeyes. According to Bruce Feldman, he accepted a loan, but that loan from like a family friend, he's saying, Bruce Feldman, um, was not an agent or a booster. So stay tuned. Who knows where this will lead? Chase Young is out for tomorrow's game against Maryland, whether he plays against Penn State or Michigan to end the regular season for the number one Buckeyes remains to be seen. My thought, real quick, Drew, it's a shame you want to see Ohio State at its best, right? They're number one in the country. It won't mean a lot for Maryland. It's a 43-point spread. The Buckeyes are going to win that going away. I think they play Rutgers after that, but then it's Penn State, then it's Michigan. It might matter for those two games and definitely will matter if the Buckeyes continue to win and go on to the college football playoffs. So it's a shame not to see the best team on the football field when Ohio State potentially plays for a national championship. Absolutely. And happy Friday to you, Sean. Happy Friday to everybody out there watching. Um, yeah, this is an issue. You know, we've seen it before in college football. You know, what What really, where is this line of if it's just a friend giving you some money? Is it right. a loan that's inappropriate and against the rules? Uh, it, it, 
I, I kind of get the vibe that Ohio State's just kind of taking the safe route, you know, against Maryland, like you said, 40-point favorites, whatever it is. Um, not going to matter too much this week. Let, let kind of the dust settle, see what really happened. Uh, let their their lawyers, a, a lot of people that know the rules and a lot smarter than I am, go after this and then see if he can play in the critical games at the end. And uh, we'll see for Ohio State. Obviously, this uh, I, I think puts to bed his Heisman hopes, you know, coming on the defensive done. end. But uh, it's done. They're done. Yeah, yeah, that's done. But but overall, um, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a shot that he can get back on the playing field for Ohio State and a run for a national championship, Sean. Yeah, we have well, we have no idea. The, the points for it's up to 43 and a half now, just for those wondering Penn State, uh, Maryland and uh, Ohio State. But uh, we, we don't know. I, that's the thing. There's so uh, much information we need. We need uh, to gather more of it, Drew. Um, how much was this loan? Has it been fully repaid? It was in what, in 2018, right? I mean, so uh, as we learn more, we could definitely give a better um, opinion on this. But uh, one thing I think we would agree with, right? Chase Young means a lot. He's a defensive player, and for the Buckeyes, 13 and a half sacks this year dominated the, the Wisconsin game for the Buckeyes, four sacks in that game. This guy can make a difference for the Buckeyes for a national championship. I say that because the Buckeyes won their last national championship with their third-string quarterback, if you want to think about it. Braxton Miller started the year as a quarterback. Then they uh, went to uh, um, JT Barrett, and then he got injured, and Cardell Jones came in. Didn't matter. They won a national championship. Quarterback means more than a defensive player. At least we think it does, uh, and they won. So potentially it could mean a big deal, but we don't know. The Ohio State Buckeyes, they could win it all without Chase Young. So, I mean, we'll, we'll stay tuned on this one, but uh, it, this is a story that's breaking. What did uh, Give uh, give up my thoughts on it, but we, we don't know how much money the loan was for. That makes a big difference. If it was five hundred bucks, like Haha Clinton Dix back in the day for Alabama, and he missed two games, then it's ridiculous, right? Like you want to see him back on the football field when the games are important against Penn State and Michigan. Uh, but if it's much more, much more of a loan, then I guess uh, it's, it gets a little more hairy. We'll we'll see. Stay tuned on that, right? Yeah. And, and also, Sean, you know, there's the, the you bring up Alabama, you know, you can also bring up Auburn in, in, in the Cam Newton thing. And it's like, you know, what's a gift? What's a family friend? Is it his neighbor <laughs> right. just helping him out? You know, there's, well, there's all I doubt kinds that. Of like, I mean, we can't be too naive, Drew, you know. Well, I mean, what, what do you mean naive, though, Sean? It, I mean, it, listen, it I mean, this is. money it's, was well, it's it's either a family friend, quote unquote. Right. I mean. I'm sure it's not from a neighbor who is like, hey, man, I, you know, you're down on your luck. I'm going to give you a loan. I mean, it happens to be a highly touted prospect coming out of the Maryland area, right? Goes to Ohio State. There's a lot to dissect there, but we don't know. We need more information, Drew. We just need more information. But yeah, I mean, and, and the word "quote unquote" loan makes it sound like a lot of money. Heck, what if this is a loan for a thousand bucks, and and now it's going to cost them everything? I don't think I mean, that's right. With the NCAA, I mean, see, look, the, the NCAA has gone down this road before. I mentioned Ha Ha Clinton Dix. It was like five hundred dollars or something. The loan uh, that it amounted to, and he missed two games. Um, so you hope this day and age that. If they're going to suspend the and, and the Buckeyes are doing the thing, right? The Buckeyes are holding out Chase Young, right? We should note that. Not not the NCAA. They're looking into the issue. Um, we should note that. Um, but you hope it's if they're going to um, keep this kid on the sideline, it's for something that's more than five hundred bucks.
Yeah, I, I, I'd be with you it, it, with that as well. I, I mean, it's almost like for 500 bucks, that should, it should kind of just be allowed. But and, and by the way, you know, keep in mind, these guys do make a little bit of money. It's not like they a lot of people think like they don't make any money at all. They, they, they are getting paid a little bit. So, you know, I doubt it's 500 bucks just because he wouldn't need that kind of money. He, yeah. he, he would already have that kind of money to do whatever he wanted with. So uh, it makes me think that it's more. It's just a matter of how much, and we'd be just be speculating right now. I, I give Chase Young a lot of credit, though, for playing the season. A lot of guys in his position, we've seen it in the past, Drew. Nick Bosa, you don't want to say it's an, an injury. He begged off for the year. Ed Oliver, another top 10 pick, went to the Buffalo Bills. He begged off for Houston last year. Get, uh, Leonard Fournette, you go back a few years. You could. Uh, I give Chase Young a hell of a lot of credit for playing the season out for the Buckeyes and, and up until this point, you know, because he's a top 10 pick, top five, maybe even number one overall. He's that good. So uh, it's a shame we won't be able to see him this week against Maryland, but it won't make a difference. They'll roll in that game uh, 43 and a half. You gutsy enough to take the Buckeyes minus 43 and a half against Maryland, Drew? I doubt. I think I'll be watching that as a <laughs> yeah. fan on that one, Me watching too. from the sideline, Sean. Yeah, Me not too. interested in getting him. Me too, but I would not be surprised, though, if Ohio State rolls Maryland by 50. I, I wouldn't be. I'm not going to touch it, but Maryland's just that bad, and Ohio State that good, despite Chase Young being out for this game. All right, Drew, a lot to get into. LSU-Alabama, the marquee game tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Eastern. We talked to Gary Danielson on Wednesday. He will call the game. Let's get more in-depth as we head into the biggest game of the college football season thus far. That's next. At the window on the Sports Grid TV network, Sumo TV, Channel 719, and also Stir. Watch us on Stir, another new platform. We're back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Welcome back in to At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Drew Morton, you could catch Drew Morton on Twitter at Drew Morton Bets. Also, Sports Memo. Drew, you, you do a number of things. Uh, why don't you tell the, the people right now watching this show, listening as well, exactly where they could catch you when you're not on this sports grid uh, TV network at the window from four to five each weekday. Yeah, Sean, uh, at sports memo, like you said, we do a daily sports betting podcast talking uh, NFL, college football, college basketball, all things sports betting, like to answer people's questions. So, uh, yeah, pretty much every day they're on the website, sportsmemo.com, interviewing different uh, handicappers in the business. And then uh, best way to reach me is usually on Twitter, at Drew Martin Betts, just my name with the word bets at the end. Love interacting with people as well. And, Sean, I, I see you're getting uh, a, a little bit more dipping your feet in the in the Twitter game. You liking it? Yeah, I, I am. I mean, you have to promote yourself, right, Drew? They tell us all the time. Uh, I I just I hate watching games and live tweeting games. It it just feels like so obvious. Oh, you should you know like like whenever you follow people and they're live tweeting games, it's a little obnoxious sometimes. So I don't I try not to do that too much, but sometimes I can't help it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I want to get more involved with, with uh, social media, of course, interacting. Uh, I see you you do that as well uh, with your new videos there in Vegas. I like those. I like to see those that you're doing. Um, with the games and such. Those are always entertaining. Uh, on the strip, beautiful background. Why not, man? You do a good job with that. Oh, thank you, bro. Yeah, I've, I've noticed people have, have liked that. I've only done like three or four of them now, and it's getting a, a, a huge response. So likely do it like once a week here. So yeah, on Twitter, follow me. Sean, I, I have a question for you with social media, man, because yeah. you bring that up as sort of like obnoxious. I used to have that view as well. Um, I, I, are you a fan of more like Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter? Which one? Which one do you like the most? Instagram, Instagram by far, I like the most. I mean, you could reach people, I think, uh, a little bit easier, right? On Instagram, I know the videos have to be uh, under a minute, but you know, you can do videos. You know, it can interact. Uh, you know, with posting uh, whatever you like for like your, your show, promoting your show, and what have you, your stories. Uh, so I, I kind of like Instagram. I, I favor Instagram a little bit more, but I think Twitter is probably easier for most people because they're on Twitter um, more so and they're looking for that type of opinion. So uh, it doesn't matter. Twitter, Instagram, how about yourself? Um, see, it's interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I used to say it, Instagram, but now I'm thinking Twitter might be better. And yeah. in, in, in talking about investing, I'm talking, you know, thinking about putting more money into, into buying like Twitter stock because it just dropped a lot. Also, the fact that I think Instagram's a little bit more for like girls, you know, oh, like uh, Instagram models, yeah. so to speak. So it's like their social media is uh, can grow a lot faster on Instagram, whereas like a guy kind of needs to concentrate more on Twitter. You think absolutely. there's anything to that? Oh, I, I absolutely, I do. I, I do believe like Instagram is more geared towards, I, I guess, some of the, I guess, uh, how do I put this without 
Yeah. <laughs> towards, yeah, you know what I mean? You get, you're getting me all tongue-tied here. But yeah, you're right. It's, 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 it is geared to, more towards women. I, I, I believe so, uh, at least. I, I think you're right on about that. Um, but if you're a chick and, and, and you're like, you have a you know, look insane, you can make a lot of money just posting videos and promoting certain um, you know, websites or uh, anything, for that matter, and making yourself into a star. Guys, it's a little bit different. You're not going to get as many follows for that type of stuff. But some fitness people, you know, they're on there and doing their thing too, uh, male or female. So I, I guess it depends on what you're into. But, yeah, Twitter seems to have uh, much more, I guess, traction for, for uh, sports-related content. And speaking of Twitter stock, you're right. I mean, it's all the way down to 29.21. Wow, it was into the 40s what, like a month ago. What happened? <laughs> yeah, there, there was some, like, accounting issue. They weren't properly you know accounting for for like future revenues so it dropped like 20 percent, and then they took some investment money from from saudi arabia so i was like something bad about that i don't know you know it's really hard to follow exactly what's going on just because so much time of the day is going into sports betting but i don't know you know from my time in the investment banks it, it buy on the dips is a great investment kind of strategy it's what i learned so with a big fall off i don't know i was thinking about it putting a couple shekels into the twitter stock Dude, right now it's below thirty bucks. I mean, it might it, it might potentially drop further though. I could see it going under twenty five. That's that's always the game, right? At what point do you buy in? Has it hit rock bottom yet? But below thirty bucks, you got to believe that's that's a um a good buy. But Twitter has not gone over forty forty five bucks. I, I I own the stock actually. Um, for a while. Um, for a long time. It's. It, it, skyrocketed up like five six years ago past 50 but ever since then for the last five six years has been underneath underachieving stock to say the least but uh interesting it's below 30 bucks it's interesting you, you mentioned that but uh all right not, not to get too much into the stock game there drew lsu alabama speaking of stock up stock down Tua, <laughs> he might be playing this this week he won't be 100 percent, but chances are he will play that's the reports he's going to play I don't expect him to be 100%. We've seen him in the past with that ankle injury, though it's a different uh, different uh, leg, uh, and how it affected him, right? They lost to Clemson. wasn't as mobile. What do you think going in? How much of that, how much of Tua's ankle is a concern for you, although they say he's going to be close to 100% there, uh, Drew, when you're betting this game? I, I think it's a huge concern. Uh, the, the most important concern in terms of the handicap of this game. I mean, I... I'm of the camp where I, I don't think he's necessarily going to be 100%. And, you know, it, it also works to Alabama's advantage in the sense of not letting people know exactly how healthy is he is. If I was Nick Saban, I wouldn't say a word. I'd say, you know, we'll see on the first snap of the game how healthy he is. And he is kind of going down that route. I, I, I've seen him, you know, quoted as saying there's a good chance that he plays and, 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 you know, things of that nature where it's kind of widespread. You don't really know. I would lock off the practice fields and everything like that with Alabama playing at home in Tuscaloosa. I like the whole, the, the, the underdog here, Sean, I just think six points for LSU is a little bit too steep. Alabama isn't necessarily at the Alabama level of the past at other skill positions. Plus the fact, you know, if, if two is not a hundred percent, it's tough. It's almost like, you know, maybe their passing game, not that they would be better without him. I guess it depends how how unhealthy he is. If he's under 50%, I'd say they just go with the backup. But um, overall, I just think LSU's offense is uh, explosive enough to put up points here against Alabama and Alabama. 
overall, they are the home team. It's a tough one. I, I, I don't love this bet by any means, but I kind of like LSU plus the six, Sean. How I are do. you feeling? Yeah, I'm with you as well. And But also, the thing that scares me, though, when I'm betting LSU is all of the uh, the pros go towards LSU, right? I, I, if if two is not 100%, I like Joe Burrow over two, right? I, I, I much... Uh, I like the, the schedule that LSU has played. They're battle-tested as opposed to Alabama. I mean, who have they played? Duke? They're not very good. At South Carolina, Southern Miss, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. I mean, that was their, their best opponent, Texas A&M at the time. Um, they won 47-28. to 28. Arkansas, Tennessee. I mean, this schedule stinks, Drew. And, and when you're talking about LSU at Texas, we, we all remember that game, how good Texas is, whatever, but it's still a big game on the road. LSU's uh, Florida, Auburn, they've played both of those teams as well, So and they're undefeated. I like LSU. The problem I have when I'm betting here, plus five and a half is on FanDuel Sportsbook, but you probably have it at six other books. Nick Saban's the better coach, right? I mean, we could agree with that. That's not crazy to think, and that's kind of – where I get a, and they're at home in Tuscaloosa, you know what I mean? I, it wouldn't be, I, I could see this game being a field goal game. That's why I, I favor LSU plus the points. Oh, but, you know, that, that, that Nick Saban factor, that, that weighs on me a lot. Yeah, and, and Nick Saban, you're right. He is the better coach. However, you know, I am a fan of Coach O. I think the co- the kids play hard for him. You know, the whole like chicken on a stick. You know, we're gonna go get him type deal. I I, I just think that you know kids kind of gravitate towards that. And uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, he's got a good quarterback, and he's a hands off type of coach. He's not the guy calling in the plays. So it's more of a management type style. Same thing with Nick Saban. Overall, it is they are the home team. Uh, it's a tough place to play. Yeah. But it's extra preparation time, so LSU should be ready. Crowd noise pumping into their practices. I'm sure they got uh, you know, the silent snap uh, shotgun all worked out by now, uh, experienced quarterback. <laughs> so I, if you got to bet it, I'd put the six in the pocket with LSU, man. I'm with you, Drew. Although, I mean, it's not a slam dunk. It's, it's, it's a tough game to handicap. But, yeah, I'm leaning LSU plus five and a half plus six points. All right, when we get back, let's do a little NFL talk. Yes, that's coming back. Pat Mahomes will start for the Chiefs. How much does that make a difference when you bet in the Chiefs? That's next here on At the Window on Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn the best daily fantasy sports players. Learn from them. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it all wrong. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Welcome back in here to At The Window on the Sports Grid TV network. And as you heard, coming back from break, a promo from Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenzi, Cam Stewart, and they were talking about the newest edition here, Scott Wetzel at Opposite Pick. Scotty mixing it up with Gabe and Cam, and you can tune in and watch those guys in-game live every weekday on this very network, 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, most nights, and Gabe's on there with uh, Cam, uh, the Kevin Walsh, we have Jared Smith, Teddy Covers, I'm forgetting people, Drew, there's so many people, there's a cast of characters, but they do a great job, in-game is where it's at as far as betting's concerned. Very knowledgeable guys, and they'll give you some tips. So make sure you check them out every day, weekday, 8 to 12 a.m. Eastern time. And, Drew, uh, I want to talk a little NFL. Pat Mahomes back. Are you surprised it only took two weeks for Pat Mahomes to recover from a dislocated kneecap? Yeah, because it, it sounds so much worse, you know. I don't have my MD, anything like that, but dislocated kneecap. Man, that almost thinks like you know, a year out, something like that. But yeah, yeah he's yeah, back in what, just a couple weeks. You see him bouncing yeah, around last week though. Like, dude, like if, if I'm one of the coaches or the gym, like, dude, like, stay on the sideline. 
All right? We don't need you getting injured celebrating a win. You know what I mean? Like, that dude could have played last week. But we all know that, right? He was jumping. He was just, he was all over the place, like, on the field. He was getting into the pile and everything. It was just like, wow, this guy's going to really uh, get himself injured here. Really? And it's going to be a, a big national story. It was crazy. But uh, he's back. And you know what's in play now, though, Drew? I, 14 games, potentially, for Pat Mahomes. Can he win the MVP? That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, when I'm thinking about Pat Mahomes getting back into action this week against Tennessee, Drew. Yeah, he absolutely can, in my opinion, Sean. I mean, you know, it doesn't help to only play in 14 games. But, I mean, this is a year where I don't necessarily think anybody's running away with it. You know what I mean? This is this is kind of, you know, the pack is is getting out in front. But there isn't, like, a, a leader that's starting to round people. So, absolutely, it's, which, it's within reach for Pat Mahomes, if he finishes anywhere near last year, you know how he finished it. What the on pace for fifty touchdowns last year? Yeah. Um. Not that he's going to get there this year, but uh, still, if he gets anywhere close to that, I absolutely think he'll be in the race. Right now, FanDuel Sportsbook drew eleven to one. Pat Mahomes, that's fifth behind Deshaun Watson, who's five to one. Aaron Rodgers, five to one. Lamar Jackson, uh, three to one. About three to one. A little bit more. And uh, Russell Wilson, plus two seventy. Russell Wilson is the guy who's favored right now, and it's hard not to, you know, put him and, and Lamar Jackson ahead of everyone else because of the, just of the years uh, that they're putting up. I mean, look at look at Russell Wilson, twenty-two touchdowns to one interception. It's it, it, he's remarkable. Russell Wilson does not get enough respect when we're talking about all-time great quarterbacks. I, it, it, you know, P, uh, Pete Carroll doesn't get enough credit either, and I, people people hate Pete Carroll, Drew, um, primarily because of that boneheaded decision. USC, do you remember that? Um, with uh, Reggie Bush and, and, and um, Lendell White, they, they blamed him for that against Texas, not winning that championship. And then they blame him, of course, for Russell Wilson throwing instead of giving it to Marshawn Lynch with Daryl Bevel, that whole uh, fiasco. But he does not get enough credit. He picked Russell Wilson over Matt Flynn. And it, you look back like, oh, oh well, of course he did. Russell Wilson was a third-round pick rookie. Matt Flynn they just gave a big contract to, and he had the gumption to go with Russell Wilson, untested rookie, and it paid off big for him. And he backed Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll, against the, the um, what do they call this secondary? Legion of Boom, right? They were all anti-Russell <laughs> yeah. Wilson. Pete Carroll's like, listen, this is my meal ticket. I'm backing Russell Wilson, and it's paid off for him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hats off to him. You know, it was, a lot of times coaches don't get that kind of credit that you're giving him, and he deserves it. Yeah. I'm um, talking about the plus 275 for the NFL yeah. MVP. I think that's think? another another topic. I mean, no way I would lock up my money for plus 275, especially if he plays well. He still might not win it. Not to mention you got to add in the fact of injury concerns. If he goes down, he's not going to make it. We got Lamar Jackson on his hills. Same same issues apply there. Right, I just so Russell don't think Wilson and Lamar are out for you. All right. So we're all right. So those guys are out. Where are you going, Drew? Um, I doubt I get involved, but I mean, at, at eleven to one, I, I, if I, you made me bet it, I'd be on Pat Mahomes. Yeah, me too. I, I, I think it's a smart betting decision. If if I had a guess right now, I think Russell Wilson's. I, look, I, I think Lamar Jackson deserves it right now, slightly over Russell Wilson, but I think Russell Wilson, because he's more of a veteran and more of a uh, resume, I think he would win it if both of these guys were just as evenly matched as they are right now. That's just how I. I handicapped that, and, but yeah. and Sean, another thing to throw in there is Lamar Jackson has like that highlight tape, yeah. you know, portion to his game. So if he gets a couple of these, especially on uh, like uh, the the prime time games, and he's able to to pull off a highlight reel there, 
that might propel him even higher. Does it hurt Lamar Jackson, his ability to run the football so well? Does it hurt a quarterback to have that um, many rushing yards as a quarterback, whereas it's going to take away from his passing yards, obviously? He won't put up the Russell Wilson passing yards, Lamar Jackson. Even though the total yards will be right about the same, does it hurt, in your opinion, with the voters? With the voters, uh, the, the fact that Lamar Jackson's a running uh, has so many rushing yards as, as he does. As long as he doesn't get hurt, I doubt it's going to hurt him just because it, it's like the highlight reel stuff. It, it, it gives him an extra kind of kind of boost to to get in front of people's eyes and talking about voters. I mean, maybe there's some old school voters out there that think, you know, oh, the quarterback should sit in the pocket and throw the ball down the field. And there might be something to that. I don't know each person and, and, and how the voters have voted in the future towards that. But um, overall, I don't think it should. As long as he stays healthy, Sean, which is a big if the way he's playing the game. But if he does, I don't think it should hurt him at all. All right, let's let's talk about week 10 in the National Football League. Let's get to some um, NFL games. Let's get your thoughts here, Drew. First one on the board, Arizona Cardinals at the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks four and a half point favorites at home, fifty two the total. Do you, uh, David Johnson expected back for the Arizona Cardinals, the running back. Um, Drake had a big breakout performance in his first game uh, as a Cardinals running back. He's going to play. We'll see how that works out uh, there in the backfield for the Cardinals with Kyler Murray as the quarterback. Jameis playing better as of late, although I don't know if you could trust that. But he had a great game last week. Bruce Arians said it was the best game he's seen him play. They're at home, four-and-a-half-point favorites. How do you handicap this matchup, Drew? I mean, Tampa Bay, I'm only looking to bet over the total. What, they've got five – they've rattled off six straight overs. Uh, Arizona with uh, an over last time out against San Francisco, plus extra preparation time hitting the road. Uh, I, I, I like this one over, Sean. All right, we don't have a lot of time, so let's run through some other games. Buffalo Bills at the Cleveland Browns. Bills, much better record, 6-2 and two versus the 2-6 and six Cleveland Browns. We all know how much that offense is struggling. The right side of the offensive line for the Cleveland Browns stinks. Left side's not really that bad. Very underrated. Nick Chubb could run the football. Kareem Hunt will play his first game off of suspension, so he's back into the mix. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites against a good Buffalo Bills football team. 39-and-a-half's the total. Drew, I'm surprised at this number, but do they have it right with favoring the Cleveland Browns two-and-a-half points over the Bills? No, I think the wrong team's favorite here, Sean. Fade away on the Cleveland Browns until further notice. Buffalo Bills for me, man. Me too. Uh, I, uh, but I'm betting with my heart. Uh, I'll try to stay away from the game, as I usually do with, with teams that I root for. But uh, Bills do struggle lately stopping the run. And the Cleveland Browns have shown they can run the ball with Nick Chubb now with Kareem Hunt back. That's an element to look look at and, and to uh, pay attention to. But I do like the Bills plus two and a half. In, in that game. All right, Cleveland, uh, that's Cleveland. Kansas City Chiefs, five-and-a-half-point favorites now at the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill, quarterback, as, uh, quarterback you know very well from his days in Miami. 49-and-a-half, the total in this game. Your thoughts here on Pat Mahomes making his comeback after missing two games for the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, I mean, I'm not looking to bet against them. I, I like Pat Mahomes a lot. I think he has the ability to be the best quarterback in the NFL. Having said that, I want to see him play before I'm laying almost a touchdown here. So uh, this is a game I'm likely not going to be involved with. But if you made me bet it, I would lay it here with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I'd lay it with the Chiefs as well. Uh, five and a half. 
I think that easily gets covered here with Pat Mahomes. And even if Pat Mahomes, let's say, you know, he gets nicked up at halftime, whatever, I'm confident in Matt Moore coming in and keeping that offense uh, rolling. So I I like the Kansas City Chiefs to cover the five and a half points. How about this dog of a game, the Giants against the Jets? Jets consider the home team at MetLife. The Giants two and a half point favorites in this one, 44 and a half is the number. Ingram out for the for the Giants. The, the tight end, Shepard out. Uh, Le'Veon Bell should play. How are you looking at this game? How are you going to handicap this one? Do you like the Giants to cover this two-and-a-half-point spread? Um, I, You know, I really have no interest in sidewise on this game, Sean. And to tell you the truth, I have both of these teams pegged under the total. However, Good. the last four games combined, they've gone over. So this is another one I'm going to just be uh, watching from the sidelines. My man. Yeah, I, I don't blame you on that one. All right. <laughs> just uh, from a betting perspective and just from an entertainment perspective, these two teams are, are really struggling on the football field. All right. One minute to go. One last game. The Minnesota Vikings at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys at home. Three-point favorites, 48 your total in this game. Vikings at the Cowboys. Adam Thielen out, will not play for the Vikings. How do you see this one shaking out? Do you have a lean? Uh, both both teams, I mean, I kind of have circled as bet on here, Sean. Um, you know, we got the Dallas Cowboys, what, winning both and covering of their last two games. Uh, that Minnesota game losing against Kansas City kind of has me worried. So if you made me bet it, I'd probably lean here with the Cowboys. Interesting. I, I like the Vikings in this game, although Kirk Cousins in big games, see, kind of makes me nervous. So that would be one way to go with the Cowboys. But I, I think the Vikings get it done plus three. I like that number as well. All right. Pete Futek, college football news next. College football week 11. We'll get his thoughts. LSU, Alabama, Penn State, Minnesota. That's next here in At The Window. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast, 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Back in at the window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia, joined along with Drew Morton. And we're talking college football week 11. And to do that, as we do every Friday, here he is, Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure. Before we get into the games for this week, LSU, Alabama, Penn State, Minnesota, and all the other great games, Iowa State, and Oklahoma, of course, let's talk a little bit about what's coming out now, the news. Chase Young out for tomorrow's game against Maryland, maybe longer. What's the latest you're hearing, Pete, and what do you think about this news of Chase Young potentially being out for the rest of the year for the Ohio State Buckeyes? I mean, it, he probably won't be. If all, if all goes kosher and he's able to prove that, yes, he repaid it back to whatever family friend gave it to him, uh, the NCAA probably is going to be cool about it. He's going to be out for this week, maybe next week against Rutgers. Totally doesn't matter. It does matter if he's back for Penn State and Michigan. But even then, even if they don't have him, they're beating Penn State and Michigan with or without Chase Young. Whoa! They're winning the national championship. Look at you, Pete. That, I mean, wow. Okay. It's not like they're bad. I mean, like, they still have 10 other yeah. pro prospects on that defense. You know, so he's a guy. He's great, but he's a guy. You know, he's, a, he's not Justin Fields. You're not losing your starting quarterback. He's an offensive end. Penn State and Michigan are good, but you can win without Chase Young. And it's big, but all right. I think he's probably going to be only out for a week, maybe two. And if that, uh, if he is out for the rest of the year, Actually, good for him because he shouldn't be playing college football anyway. He should be saving himself for the NFL like Nick Bosa did, but that's neither here nor there. I talked about that too. Drew, one other question. uh, Deion Sanders emerging as a serious candidate to take over for Willie Taggart, who was fired last week at Florida State. If they do go ahead and hire Deion Sanders, no college or pro coaching experience, what do you think of that move from Florida State if they were to go with Deion Sanders? Total disaster, but I hope they do it. I mean, he's my favorite college football player. So, like, yeah, go for it. It's like, like he's got to surround himself by a ton of great assistants, and I'm sure he'd be a great recruiter. But he's not going to be one of those guys who can sit there and grind out, you know, 95-hour work weeks to, to be a, you have to do what you have to do to be a college football head coach. I, I doubt that he'd be able to last for too long doing that. But I want to see it happen. I don't care if it works or not. Pete, I, I love it as like a wide receivers or a DB's coach type deal to help out with recruiting. But you're right. It's got disaster written all over. He, I, you, you at least got to, what, coach a high school football team for a year. Uh, he's done that. Be, he, uh, he has some high school experience, though, Drew. I read, oh, does, he, he's been a head, head football coach in high no, school? No, no. He's just he's, he's helped out as far as coaching is concerned with high school. But, yeah, not a head coach. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you don't necessarily – the crazy part is you don't necessarily have to be – the superstar tactician. I mean, 
you know, for the last year to go way back, I mean, Joe Paterno basically didn't coach his team for, you know, 10 years. It was all the assistants. Bobby Bowden as well. You have this. Sure. You've got, well, you've got coaches out there who delegate, who really their job is to, to kind of make the big decisions at the right moments and get your players up for it. So it is possible to not have to be that kind of a coach, but it's Florida state. It's a national championship program. They're not going to hire Deion Sanders, but again, it would be a blast if they did. I'm with you, Pete. I think it would be a fun time, fun to watch. Hey, what about tonight's card? We got a, a Pac-12 action. It's a late night game, so a lot of tickets going to be written on this. We got Washington, Oregon State here, 65 the total. Looks like minus 10. There are some 10 and a halves out there. Washington on the road. I kind of like the Beavers here. You got any opinion in this Pac-12 game? I do, too. Yes, I, first of all, I'm always wrong on Thursday and Friday night games because they're always weird because they don't follow logic and reason. It's like, if you, it's like you're taking teams out of their comfort zone. So Saturdays are their comfort zone. Saturday at afternoon at 3 o'clock or noon or whatever it is, that's what college teams are used to. As soon as you start throwing into the Friday night, Thursday night elements, things start to get a little wacky. I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not a man enough to take the Beavers outright in this, and I certainly have a hard time thinking that Washington's going to lose four games in class five. Uh, but this is a strong enough Oregon State team with a strong enough offense to give Washington some problems. I, I like the 10.5 at home. I like Oregon State on that with the, with the juice. All right, Pete. Well, uh, I guess we, we can't hold off any longer, can't prolong the inevitable, depending what rankings we're going off of here. Number one versus number two, LSU at Alabama. Oh, you're going off the college football playoffs. None of the other rankings matter anymore. It's all college football playoff rankings. <laughs> hey, so Pete, Pete, before you get into that, though, Pete, two. what do you think of the college football playoff rankings, though, before you break down Alabama LSU? Eh, you know, they blew it. I mean, it's... <laughs> I, I, Ohio State's the be- I mean, Ohio State's the best team in college football, so I'm not going to beef too much. But basically, you're saying, okay, LSU, you beat the number ten and eleven team, and Ohio State beat the number thirteen and twenty team, and we think that that's better than the first one. But it plus there's weird stuff like Baylor has to be ranked ahead of Oklahoma uh, since it beat Kansas State, and Kansas State beat K- Oklahoma, and kind of hard to argue that Minnesota shouldn't be ranked ahead of Wisconsin since it beat Illinois, but all right, whatever. You know, everyone knows what the top four teams kind of are at the end of the rainbow. This will kind of work out. All right, LSU, Alabama, your breakdown, sir. Uh, from a gambling standpoint, stay away. You're not going to, but do it because <laughs> this is too weird. Uh, it's, it, it's too flaky. It's it just there's too many variables involved. It's, uh, if I, you have to do it, Alabama, even if it's at six, if it's five and a half, if it's at seven, uh, I'm just going to take the tide no matter what. Never mess with a streak in that, you know, they've won the last four in the series by double digits. They pretty much own LSU. I know it's a new team, new season. This is not the defense of the past for Bama. And there is a scary thing, uh, possibility here that maybe Alabama's defense doesn't have it. I mean, the last time we saw an Alabama defense against a team with this much offensive skill is getting its doors blown off by Clemson. So there's a lot of X factors here, including Tua's ankle. It's not anywhere near 100%. I mean, he's not going to be the same Tua. It might not matter too much. I, I, again, if you got to do it, just bam it home. Don't mess with it. But again, if, you're, if this is any normal game, you just stay away. I mean, because the line, the, the, it really should be like about a six ish game. And that's kind of where the line's messing around with. I don't see it being too crazy one way or the other. Uh, But I do like the under. I don't think this is going to be some crazy, wild 55-52 shootout. 
I, I kind of see this being a little, it's not going to be 9-6 like it was in 2011, but I don't think this is going to be some crazy, wild offensive fun show. Uh, they'll be scoring, but I like the under. And again, you have to do it, go Bama. But if you don't have to do it, if you can just enjoy the game, then stay away from this because, again, too weird. Pete, um, I, I got an interesting one here in the Big 12. Iowa State, Oklahoma, seeing 14, 14 and a half now, even as high as 15, Oklahoma laying at home. I like the Cyclones, though, man. Uh, good, good coach, good quarterback, off of a loss as a double-digit favorite as well with extra prep time, as is Oklahoma. Interesting handicap here. How do you like this one? Yeah, it's if you, if you believe in trends and streaks and all that sort of thing, Iowa State doesn't lose big. I think there's some stat that they're one of three teams in college football that has not lost a game by double digits in the last three years. Uh, it just it, it they they're losing, but they just don't get their doors blown off. So uh, Oklahoma's going to be mad. They're going to come out after that Kansas State loss, and it's uh, you you can't go wrong with picking Oklahoma and assuming they're just going to come out and hang fifty on the board. But they're not necessarily doing that. They're they're getting big numbers, but they're not putting up the massive, huge, giant, you know, 65-point games out there like past teams used to do. Iowa State and Brock Purdy's got the offense to, to make this relatively close. That's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of points to be given away. Long-winded way of saying I kind of like Iowa State and the points in this. All right, Pete, showdown in the Big Ten. Two undefeated teams, Penn State at Minnesota. Number four, Penn State. Number 17, Minnesota Six and a half point favorites, the Nittany Lions on the road, 47 and a half the total. The shame of this game, it's on at noon for a lot of people on the West Coast who want to wake up and watch it. It should be an 8 o'clock Eastern time start with the 3.30 game with Alabama LSU. I don't know why they're burying it at noon. That being as it may, who do you like? What's your lean here, Penn State, Minnesota? I, you know, quick, quick, I don't really have the problem with the non-primetime aspect of games. I, I kind of like the Saturday afternoon big game sort of thing. That, that's, that's sort of fine with me. There's enough college football big games at night. They can get their own showcase moment. And Not this I, week, I don't, though. To me, Saturday after, I don't know. Saturday afternoon at 2.30 Central, 3.30 Eastern. That, that's, you know, you're watching yeah. college football. Yeah, that, that's appointment television. I mean, that's go hang in a bar all day and go have fun watching. I, I, I don't really have the, the issue with that. Um, Penn State, Minnesota, I say this having grown up in Minneapolis and watched a whole lot of really bad Minnesota football <laughs> for years. Just don't, don't mess with it. Just take Penn State. They're going to win by a touchdown. And if they don't, something weird's going to happen. So you got the number two run defense in the country in Penn State. Minnesota's been running wild. Uh, they just, I don't think, have the speed and athleticism to hang with this defense. Uh, it's, it's, but the thing about Penn State you got to worry about a little bit is they don't come up with big numbers. They don't come in and uh, hang 50 on the board. This is a team that will win like 24-10-ish. So it's not necessarily going to be easy, but that defense has been great. The fear here is that you have an Iowa situation where Minnesota just sort of slogs it out a little bit. and It's a 17-12 game, and they just – they lose, but they, they kind of hang around, and Penn State doesn't, isn't able to pull away. To me, it just again, don't mess with it. Just it's a, All you're asking for is Penn State to win by a touchdown. They can absolutely do that. Pete, I got a question for you here in the, in the Pac-12. Uh, one of my favorite head coaches, Herm Edwards, going up against a coach, uh, making a lot of headlines, not necessarily for the right reasons, but USC, Arizona State, one and a half, seeing 55 and a half as the total. Any interest in this Pac-12 game, and what, what's your overall view of how the season ends for Clay Helton? 
Uh, badly, probably <laughs> because he's you know no matter what no matter what he does, even if they win out, if they want Urban Meyer with a you know they got a new athletic director there, they're going to coach anyway. He's going to be gone. Uh, but I only, they're not very good on the road. I mean, they squeaked by Colorado. They lost their other all their other games on the road. Arizona State though, they're not playing well. They've just been really, really flaky lately. That defense has gone bye-bye. The offense has, doesn't have enough of a running game. But home game, Arizona State, I kind of like the, the Sun Devils at home. Uh, Arizona State's just flaky, weird enough where they can win a game like this against a pretty good USC. And again, USC on the road just isn't all that great. Pete, Illinois back from the dead. They're on a roll now. The 14-and-a-half point, though, underdogs. At Michigan State, you know, Michigan State, they they struggle to score points. I'm kind of liking Illinois plus 14 and a half. Am I crazy for liking that uh, team this week? You're not, you know, you're not crazy for it, but it's, it's a little, it seems like it's a little bit of a trap because remember Michigan State, they had the, the, the strange aberration game where both defenses were great against Arizona State. They went to Northwestern, who stinks, but that defense beats people up. Um, and then they had Ohio State on the road. And then for their third road game in four weeks, they had to go to Wisconsin. So the perception is that they're not that great, but they, they also had to play a bunch of tough games there that kind of built up one on top of each other. I just think, I, I, I kind of think that Michigan State's going to have one of those games. They're, they're way overdue for a, all right, enough. We're going to play our game and be great. But they don't blow teams out. So, yeah, you're not crazy with the 14-and-a-half. I'm a little leery of it because I still don't quite believe in Illinois as, as being this be-all, end-all team. But, uh, yeah, I guess go with the 14-and-a-half on this. We might be able to get one more in here. In the ACC, Florida State at Boston College, seeing BC 2-and-a-half, 64 the total. Florida State, tricky handicap, man. Coaching changes, plus Florida kids going up to the Northeast. Always question. Interest in this one? Stay away. They're just <laughs> – too many. You don't. You have no idea. Just get out because the problem is Odell. The team might be playing hard for Odell Hagen, but you want nothing to do with this game. So it could go absolutely either way. Pete Futek, college football news. Always a pleasure, Pete. Thanks a ton, and uh, we'll hey, see Dad, you guys. next Friday. All right, there he is, Pete Later, Futek. Guys. Drew Martin. That'll do it for this show and and for the week, man. Uh, best of luck on your bets this weekend. You too, Sean. And uh, what? See you on Monday, man. Have a fun, safe weekend, buddy. Yes, I will. And uh, Mavericks tonight, plus 11 and a half. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At The Window. Ohio State, obviously this, uh, I, I think, puts to bed his Heisman hopes, you know, coming on the defensive done. end. But, uh, it's done. They're done. Yeah, yeah, that's done. But but overall, um, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a shot that he can get back on the playing field for Ohio State and a run for a national championship, Sean. Yeah, we have, well, we have no idea. The, the point spread's up to 43 and a half now, just for those wondering, Penn State, uh, Maryland and uh, Ohio State, but... Uh, we, we don't know. Uh, that's the thing. There's so uh, much information we need. We need uh, to gather more of it, Drew. Um, how much was this loan? I broke the window again. Here's what you missed on At the Window. Ohio State, obviously, this uh, I, I think puts to bed his Heisman hopes. You know, coming on the defensive done. end, but uh, it's done. They're done. Yeah, yeah, that's done. But but overall, um, I, I don't know. I, I think there's a shot that he can get back on the playing field for Ohio State and a run for a national championship, Sean. Yeah, we have – well, we have no idea. The, the point spread's up to 43 and a half now, just for those wondering, Penn State, uh, Maryland and uh, Ohio State. But uh, we, we don't know. I, that's the thing. There's so uh, much information we need, we need uh, to gather more of it, Drew. Um, how much was this loan? Has it been fully repaid? It was in what, in 2018, right? I mean – so uh, as we learn more, we could definitely give a better um, opinion on this. But uh, one thing I think we would agree with, right? Chase Young means a lot. He's a defensive player, and for the Buckeyes, 13 and a half sacks this year dominated the, the Wisconsin game for the Buckeyes, four sacks in that game. This guy can make a difference for the Buckeyes for a national championship. I say that because the Buckeyes won their last national championship with their third-string quarterback, if you want to think about it. Braxton Miller started the year as a quarterback. Then they uh, went to uh, um, JT Barrett, 
And then he got injured, and Cardell Jones came in. Didn't matter. They won a national championship. Quarterback means more than a defensive player. At least we think it does, uh, and they won. So potentially it could mean a big deal. But we don't know. The Ohio State Buckeyes, they could win it all without Chase Young. So, I mean, we'll, we'll stay tuned on this one. But uh, it, this is a story that's breaking. I wanted to give, uh, give up my thoughts on it. But we, we don't know how much money the loan was for. That makes a big difference. If it was 500 bucks, like Haha Clinton Dix back in the day for Alabama and he missed two games, then it's ridiculous, right? Like you want to see him back on the football field when the games are important against Penn State and Michigan. Uh, but if it's much more much more of a loan, then I guess uh, it's, it gets a little more hairy. We'll, we'll see. Stay tuned on that, right? Yeah. And, and also, Sean, you know, there's the, the you bring up Alabama, you know, you can also bring up Auburn and in, in, in the Cam Newton thing. And it's like, you know, what's a gift? What's a family friend? Is it his neighbor <laughs> right. just helping him out? You know, there's, well, there's all I doubt kinds that. Of like, I mean, we can't be too naive, Drew. You know, well, I mean, what, what do you mean naive, though, Sean? It, I mean, it, listen, it I mean, this is. money was well, it's it's either a family friend, quote unquote. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's not from a, a neighbor who is like, hey, man, I, you know, I, you're down on your luck. I'm going to give you a loan. I mean, it happens to be a highly touted prospect coming out of the Maryland area. Right. Goes to Ohio State. There's, there's a lot to dissect there, but we don't know. We need more information, Drew. We just need more information. But yeah, I mean, and, and the word "quote unquote" loan makes it sound like a lot of money. Heck, what if this is a loan for a thousand bucks, and and now it's going to cost them everything? MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here, and this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 